Welcome to the Strand Baptist Church podcast. New episodes will be made available every weekday for the full duration of the lockdown here in South Africa. For more information, please visit our website at www.strandbaptist.org.za. Thank you for joining us and welcome. Christianity and Culture How to Achieve Success Should one go off and build a little house with flowers outside the windows and a garden outside the door and extol and thank God and turn one's back on the world and its filth? Isn't seclusion a form of treachery or desertion? I'm weak and puny, but I want to do what is right. Hans Scholl Have you ever heard of Hans Scholl? He was the brother of Sophie Scholl. Have you ever heard of her? The Scholl siblings and their friend Christopher Probst were convicted of treason in 1943 and sent to the guillotine. Their crime? They led an underground movement called the White Rose. Along with other students of the University of Munich, they published and distributed anti-Nazi pamphlets. Such resistance could not be tolerated and they were eventually executed. This is a success story if you've ever heard one, right? Hans and Sophie Scholl were Christians and they had come to faith whilst in university. And they were wrestling with Christian faithfulness and what it would look like in Nazi Germany. For them, it meant underground resistance. Their vision of faithfulness could be summed up in the statement by Stephen Garber. We are Christians and we are Germans. Therefore, we are responsible for Germany. It's a powerful quote, right? It calls us to say something similar. We are Christians and we are South African. Therefore, we are responsible for South Africa. In order to make sense of the statement, we have to ask the question, what is our salvation for? Whether the Shoals knew it or not, this is a question they were wrestling with. Yes, we are saved from sin and saved from judgment and hell. And we will one day inherit eternal life. Praise God for that. But what happens in the decades between those events? Yes, we are justified and we will one day be glorified. Praise the Lord. But what does our sanctification look like in this broken and fallen world? What is that good works that Ephesians 2 speaks of to which we have been called to walk in? This is the question they wrestled with. It is a question we must wrestle with. And there is always the temptation for us to, for us to embrace a kind of Gnosticism. I mentioned this in the first episode. This Gnosticism divides reality into two parts. The physical, which is evil, and the spiritual, which is good. And if this is your philosophical underpinnings, the only things a good Christian should strive for are spiritual things and not physical things. Now this has led Christians 
seeking to flee from the culture, to withdraw from the culture and avoid the darkness of the culture. The problem with this is that Christianity is not an escapist religion. As John Stonestreet says, Buddhism calls its adherents to escape from the world through meditation and mental focus. Hindus consider the physical world an illusion to be escaped through the births and rebirths of reincarnation. America's most popular religion, a syncretistic, new-agey sort of spiritual self-helpism, teaches us that we can escape stress and self-doubt by following our heart or something like that. End quote. But Christianity is not like that. With love, allow me to say that the desire to escape from this world is not a Christian impulse. Our attitude should not be, things are bad, Lord, take me away. I know that's a bold statement, but I say this because of what Jesus said in John chapter 17. When Jesus prays to the Father, he says, I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. John chapter 17 verse 15. Do you see that? Jesus' prayer is not that you would wish yourself out of this world. In fact, Jesus intends, desires for us to be salt and light in this world. Listen to what God says to the Israelites while in exile. This is a word for us as well. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 5 to 7. Build houses and live in them. Plant gardens and eat their produce. Take wives, have sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage. That they may be sons and daughters. Multiply there and do not decrease. But seek the welfare of the city. Where I have sent you into exile. And pray to the Lord on its behalf. For in its welfare you will find your welfare. God calls us to be salt and light, to seek the welfare of the city in which we find ourselves. Writing from prison on July the 21st, 1944, Dietrich Bonhoeffer described how he had come to this understanding of Christianity in his own faith journey. He says, During the last year or so, I've come to know and understand more and more the profound, this worldliness of Christianity. The Christian is not a homo religiosus, but simply a man, as Jesus was a man. Now, I don't mean the shadow and banal, this worldliness of the enlightened, the busy, the comfortable, or the lascivious, but the profound disworldliness characterized by discipline and the constant knowledge of death and resurrection. I thought I could acquire faith by trying to live a holy life or something like it. I discovered later, and I'm still discovering right up to this moment, that it is not only by living completely in this world that one 
one learns to have faith. I think I messed that up. My apologies. Let me just read that last line again. I discovered later, and I'm still discovering right up to this moment, that it is only by living completely in this world that one learns to have faith. So to answer that question, how do we achieve success in the culture? We do so by living within this world whilst not being of this world. We are to live faithfully where God has placed us and where God calls us. God bless. Thank you.